When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Been a topsy-turvy season for the Warriors, particularly in the last few weeks. We could say that pretty much every year, couldn't we? But it's the truth. Their supporters stick with them, though, through thick and thin. They currently sit just two points out of the NRL top eight, and the season isn't over by a long shot. But to be fair, they need to get up from uh, last weekend's very, very disappointing 29-10 loss to the Sharks. We've got the Rabbits this weekend. Um, we've said if you want to text in on double eight double three, you can ask this gentleman some uh, questions direct to me. I'll pass them on. Craig Hodges is the general manager of football for the Warriors. Uh, in charge of uh, everything that's dear to the fans, including player recruitment and signings. Craig, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, look, good news this week. Uh, Tohu Harris is back. Uh, what immediate impact do you see him coming into the side that perhaps needs a bit of impact after last weekend? Tohu's obviously an outstanding player, you know, so he brings, um, yeah, there's a good footballer coming straight into our team, which. It, it doesn't hurt anything to have good footballers coming in, but he's also got great leadership value, good experience, you know, all those things. At times, you would have seen last week, even when we bring off our um, starting plays, you know, we get very inexperienced very quickly, um, you know, with a 19-year-old fullback and two 19-year-old centres, and, and those guys, uh, uh, you know, to have someone like uh, Torhu come into the side with his talk, and uh, whether it be in their preparation this week, whether it be in the pre-game and then during the game, uh, will only help them. So who is, um, when you look at things like last weekend, who, when you look out the window, who who are you looking to lift them or change strategies and things on the park in the current squad? Be, um, you know, Tohu, as you said, will add to that, but who, who do you also look at in that group? Well, certainly look at our front rowers to get us going first in um, Adam and Matt, and um, you know, Tohu will contribute to them. So we get a pretty good rotation there um, going. Um, our halves, like Sean, um, he's an experienced player. Sean Johnson, he's been around for a long time, um, obviously represented the club for a long time before a, a small break. Um, you know, we're looking for some experience and leadership from him in those situations. And then, uh, and, and if the if the senior guys take more of that responsibility when the time comes, there's not as much pressure on those younger guys. They, they, the younger guys can just do their job, uh, which at the moment, you know, there's, there's a few guys there that are 10 games in and... Um, you know, they can just do their job uh, as they get more experience and get more confident and, and ability is not their worry at all. They can make things happen when um, when they get given the opportunity and, and we can, you know, we get the advantage of that, but we're not relying on them to have to do things that are beyond their years at the moment. And I think at times we're probably drifted out of games and our senior guys haven't stayed in the contest as hard as what we could, but they, they're working really hard. The work they're doing around the group of senior guys has been very impressive. I wish people on the outside could see the work that they're... Um, uh, that they're doing, and I'm, I'm really confident, Smithy, that's going to uh, that we're looking for a good performance this week. Really confident. 
Well, you don't need uh, Craig Clearly as uh, silly suspensions. You're going to get them in the Gamer League anyway, but you're going, you don't need the really silly ones. And uh, on that subject, Martello Montoya is back this week, I would imagine, pretty determined. He has been incredible the four weeks he's been out. Uh, he's really felt he's had a um, debt to the team. Uh, he's let the team down in, in his eyes, so... He's, uh, he's trained absolutely incredibly. He's set the standard. He's trained with the rehab guys because um, he's been out of the out of the main group. And uh, he, he's really set the standard there for everybody that's in that rehab group, of which was one as well. So um, Josh Curran, you know, there's, some, there's been some um, good players in that group at the moment. And Marcelo has helped raise the bar there. And he'll, he's another one that brings experience and talk um, into that side, into our side. And uh, he's talk alone with the... Um, you know, with the younger guys that I just spoke about before, you know, benefits them. Just just continuing to um, let them know where they need to be, let them know what they're doing well, reassure them when things are going great. But, uh, and the other thing which is not to be underestimated is uh, he's a competitive bugger. He's, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great trait to have in any um, any sporting field and it's certainly, a, a, you know, a much-needed trait in our game. Craig, it's a, it's a real... Uh revolving door at the moment with players uh, coming and going, not just uh, for the Warriors, but uh, certainly in terms of the Warriors this weekend, for instance. Cody Cody Nukarima has left the club very quickly, gone to the Rabbitohs. He will come in uh, onto the field at some stage. And, uh, of course, you've got your two young uh, new boys uh, on the block. Uh, they're in the squad this weekend as well, uh, Ronald Volkman and Freddie Lusick. So... Uh, the, the Nicarima situation caught a lot of people by surprise. What was uh, the reason behind his quick departure as such? Yeah, it happened really quickly. We've known for a while that Cody hasn't wanted to return to New Zealand. We knew that he wasn't going to, um, um, you know, wasn't going to sign with the club moving forward. He wasn't part of the future. So um, his management came to us uh, uh, only a few days ago, a week ago, and um, they obviously had a deal moving forward, but the deal had to be taken up taken up now. So uh, it was one of those things that we thought about. He wasn't playing in our side currently. Um, he wasn't a part of our future and probably felt, uh, felt it was unfair to hold him back. Uh, so we've, we've let him go and we're able to bring in Ronald, who we've signed for the next couple of years, Ronald Volkman. So we're you know, we see him as being a part of our future, a long-term part. So we were able to bring him early and get a head start on him fitting into the club. And Freddie, uh, an opportunity come for us to pick up Freddie Lussick and he gives us a bit more depth and coverage in the dummy half position. So uh, Cody was um, occasionally filling in a dummy half off the bench and uh, Freddie gives us an opportunity there along with Teniella, uh, our young uh, backup dummy half. So we can give Wade Egan a spell at times and not just in games, but we can actually rest him a bit of training. He does a lot of work, Wade, a lot of kilometres during the week, and uh, it takes its toll on his body. So this way we'll have the young fellows that can do some of the reps for him at training, and, and um, Wade's uh, best efforts can be used on game day. One of the most talked about things um, is uh, when you use the word the Warriors looking to sign or hoping to re-sign Reese Walsh, whatever. Uh, when we talk about that, we're actually talking about you, to be fair, uh, Craig. Um, along with the likes of Cameron George, I guess, and trying to retain players or, or find players. Where, what about, tell us about the process with Reese Walsh at the moment for people really anxious about where, what his future is. Yeah, we've had no fears with Reese. There's, there's been stories going around for a while about Redcliffe being interested in him, and I've got no doubt they are. And, and I'm sure if you're polled, uh, most of the clubs in our competition, they, they'd all have some kind of interest in, in Reese. Um, but he's a... You know, he's an outstanding young player, a uh, really good young man. And uh, we've, we've, we're obviously in 
constant contact with him and his management, and we've never had any doubt at all that he's not coming to New Zealand. That's, that's not a problem there. When he's off contract, at the end of his contract, he'll be the same as every other player. It'll be up to us to retain him, and um, part of that will be financially that we can compensate him, but a part of that will be as well that we need to build a, um, a team that he sees a future with, you know, a club that, that he sees that we're on the, on the up and at the moment, despite our results, particularly the last uh, couple of weeks, the last three weeks, um, at the moment, I think he's very positive about that. He's inside the camp. He sees the work we're doing. He sees the signings for next year, and he feels like we are uh, putting a team together that's uh, on the improve, and he wants to be a part of that. And we've never... It's probably why we've had so much confidence when we've been asked the question all the time about him, um, whether he's coming to New Zealand or whether he's not. Um, yeah, there's no, no issue with us at all in that space at all and uh, it's nice to he didn't need to but it was nice to see him come out um, obviously he's fed up with all the talk and he came out about a week or so ago and put out a statement himself and just said that he's he's committed to going and the thought hasn't ended his head of not going and he's, he, he hasn't spoken to any clubs at all himself there's a there's a few clubs and Redcliffe's the obvious one that are doing a lot of a lot of their work through the media at the moment you know they're trying to pressure players managers and clubs into making decisions and um, I can understand their situation. They're a new club that's come in. They've got nobody going to them, and they, uh, they're they keen to try and get some quality players, and Reese is a quality player, so I understand uh, their motivations, but um, I think they're barking up the wrong tree there. Okay. Uh, I should tell you, Craig, that um, it's a very emotive subject, the Warriors. Um, uh, on, uh, here we are Wednesday. People still are over last weekend, and they're, whilst they're still looking yeah. forward to this weekend, and it's probably the most talked about subject, and we're talking about a rugby mad nation here, which is good, which is good for the Warriors because it means people care. Uh, we've asked people this morning to perhaps text in with uh, a question or two for you if they can. Vaughan has come in and said, with the influx of halves options either signed or unsigned, where do we sit with Harris, Tevita and his future with the club? The channel's got a lot of things going on at the moment, including his current injury, which is a bit of a, a unique and painful one. Uh, he, he's got some decisions to make himself at the moment, so the club's made him an offer. Uh, the club's really keen to retain him, uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's got some. Uh, I mean, it's not my position to speak on behalf of Chanel, but uh, he's got some decisions to make uh, from his own point of view. But um, from our point of view, we're keen to have him at our club. Okay, uh, and the next one that uh, uh, someone has, uh, Dave has come in and said, look, uh, could could we ask uh, Craig, please, about was Tamari Martin, who's made such an amazing comeback from a, a brain bleed, was he ever on your radar when he was sort of back home playing a bit of league and a bit of rugby? Yeah, he was certainly um, identified as one to watch to see how he progressed back. It was a pretty serious injury that he's coming back from, um, like literally a, a life-threatening injury, um, which is, we have some serious injuries in our game, but rarely are they that serious. And uh, so there was certainly um, some conversations about keeping an eye on him, um, you know, as well as doing the right thing by him, not not wanting to rush him back into a level that he's not ready for. Now, Broncos took a punt on that early, and it's worked out okay for him at the moment. So um, he's, he's uh, certainly, as much as the Australian clubs talk about, um, you know, getting the Australian players back from us, we certainly keep an eye on those young Kiwi boys, and we'll continue to keep an eye on how he progresses at the Broncos and what his future looks like moving forward. On that subject too, Craig, it's an interesting one. I think Camera George came out and told stuff that uh, right now the balance is 70% towards recruited players uh, who uh, are from overseas. Uh, how closely do you keep an eye on the local market? Yeah, very. It's obviously been very stop-start 
uh, recently with, um, when I say recently, the last couple of years with COVID and lockdowns in New Zealand, as you well know, has, has um, suffered more um, lockdowns than most um, during this period and more severe lockdowns for longer periods of time. So, you know, a lot of those sports were cancelled or postponed or, or put off. Um, so there's, it's certainly been stop-start. Uh, we do keep a close eye on it, including, you know, the juniors in the pathways. We're investing a lot of time and money, and you'll see, um, this is, you know, our guys over there working very hard at the moment to try and get it up and running. Um, we head back home ourselves shortly, and you'll see in the next uh, 12 to 18 months, you'll see a big investment, not only financially, but in um, resource and time um, in that junior space to try and create a pathway where our young Kiwi guys can... Uh, come through, they get upskilled and educated as rugby league players and also as young men, and they don't want to go anywhere else. You know, given the choice, they choose to be Warriors um, as opposed to choosing to come to Australia to play with a, um, you know, with an Australian-based club. Always when you look at sides that uh, whose form is fluctuating and sometimes disappointing, you start... You, I mean, the coach is always someone that you line up. Uh, Liam has come in and he speaks on behalf of quite a few people actually. When he asks this question, Craig, and if you could answer it, that would be great. Uh, can you ask the Warriors, Jim, how they can justify keeping a coach who has only won 36 games since 2016, uh, how they sign him in the first place? Now, uh, you know, you've mentioned various circumstances. The Nathan Brown situation from your point of view. Yeah, I think you've got to be um, realistic when you look at some of those statistics as well. Like he took over a Newcastle Club, which which um, influences some of those uh, numbers that you're talking about, that win rate ratio. So I think you've got to keep it in perspective. But he took over a Newcastle Club that basically not many other coaches in the competition wanted to touch, including um, you know Wayne Bennett, who, who walked away from the club, put his hands in the air, and um, I think he sacked himself was the famous term at the time because he couldn't do anything with them. And um, and I think if you if you look at it uh, with a step back and look at it with a bit of clarity uh, I, th- I think he was doing a fantastic job at Newcastle, they were on the build each year they were on the verge of the eight uh, and then some uh, people got involved in the club and uh, moved him on and, and uh, you look at him now they're back down coming last again now with a with a far better roster than what he had so I think it's, uh, I think if you just look at it in isolation you can be extremely critical of his results there, I think if you look at it with a bit more depth uh, you see that he developed and educated some of those young guys and probably got their best out of them. We're, we're um, looking for him to do the same with our guys here. Uh, just finally, um, on a completely different subject, uh, the NRLW, the Warriors perhaps are having a side return to that. Is that uh, something under your jurisdiction or, or something that's likely to happen? Definitely, yeah, definitely. So our goal in the in the... Uh, not too distant future is to have a. Obviously, we have an NRL team. We want to have a um, uh, reserve grade team in the in the New South Wales Cup. We want to have an under 19s team and an under 17s team in the um, in those New South Wales Cups, and we want to have an NRLW team. So, we want to provide pathways for all the boys and girls in New Zealand. We want to play opportu- uh, provide opportunities for them to play at the highest level they can. Now, the obvious part with the, with the girls' game is that. Um, you know, a lot of those ladies have relocated and, and are hooked up with Australian clubs now. So, again, um, some of them are settled and they've got lives over here and in Australia and they're, and they're, um, you know, they're happy where they are. So we need to get back in and see where um, the girls, the strength of the girls' game's at and, whether, and how soon we can put a competitive team into the NRLW. But absolutely, that's our plan uh, to have, uh, have an NRLW team. 
and to provide uh, pathways going through for the girls as well, not just have a top-tier team. Craig uh, Hodges, thank you very much this morning. General Manager of uh, Football for the Warriors. Answered a lot of questions for us, Craig, with uh, your upfrontness. Really appreciate it. Good luck this weekend against the Rabbitohs, eh? No, not a problem. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.